Okay, welcome back everyone to another episode of The Riff. Uh, my name's Cameron. Uh, I'm one of the solicitors here from Adams & Partners Lawyers. Uh, and today we've got an old favorite back, uh, someone you all know quite well from the last couple of podcasts we've done. And that's Mr. Dave Rosenthal. Dave, how are you? I am doing fantastic, Cam. How are you doing? Good, good. Getting ready uh, for the end of year rush. I'm just trying to get to Christmas in one piece right now. <laughs> it's been a it's been a fun few months for the accounting world, and but we're I'm going to have a well deserved break. Yeah, I think everybody needs one yes. at the moment. It's just um, it's been a hectic year, hectic two years. To- it has been a hectic two years, and I, it's. Not much of a silly season. It's more of just a surviving season right now. I yep. think. I think everyone's just itching for a really good Christmas break. Yeah. Well, what are we? We're only three weeks away, two weeks away now. So exactly. It's getting close. Um, but one of the great things about the end of year is, even though it's busy, you get to almost start afresh in the new year. And starting afresh in the new year, you know, everybody sets a New Year's resolution, a couple of goals for the, you know, for the next year. And I guess from an accounting perspective, one of those things that really helps with that is setting benchmarks. Absolutely right, Cam. I think uh, when you, once we you sort of get through the break, you have a bit of a, a, a nice refresher. Then you take stock and work out what you're going to do for the new year, for the next 12 months ahead, and especially after coming out of a lockdown. You know, I think once everyone got out of lockdown, we just wanted to get through to Christmas, sort of work out what the new normal is with, you know, do I... Am I Zoom? Am I online? Am I taking people? Am I checking statuses? All this sort of stuff. And so now's a really good time to refresh. And I think the first point uh, to start that is I like to do what we call benchmarking. Mm-hmm. And benchmarking, you know, generally with any business, I like to think, look, at the end of the day, I, I go with the great song by Sinead O'Connor, you know, nothing compares to you. <laughs> And I know in the business world, we're all beautiful snowflakes and individual in our own special way. Yep. However, sometimes it is very good to understand if the grass is greener on the other side. So benchmarking basically allows you to sort of measure yourself against like-for-like businesses and kind of see where their numbers are hitting. So you can understand maybe I'm spending too much money on parts or mm-hmm. I'm spending too much money on my motor vehicle costs. So you can understand why, why you're not achieving what you want to achieve. Yeah. So from what I'm getting, what you're saying here is benchmarking itself almost goes side by side with your goal setting or your business plan at the start of the year because it helps you, um, well, it gives you a refined focus to look at your business in a magnifying glass and go, okay, this is what everyone else is doing. Even though I'm a bit different, maybe some of these things should be similar. Exactly. Yeah. It's sort of, if you're you know, a business and you've got you know, several cars in your business and you, your fuel costs are through the roof because you know, you're an air conditioning business and you've got many technicians off and you measure yourself of why I'm not that profitable, but you can see that you know, my motor vehicle costs against other costs of similar businesses, half that, then you sort of think, well, maybe... Is it a timing issue? Can I get by with having maybe one one less car on the road and I have two technicians running around? Yeah. And it kind of starts giving those ideas. Yeah. So obviously you still got to have the goals, but the benchmark gives you a bit of a, a, a ballpark in the vicinity of where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And you know, benchmarking is not just a simple slap slap. You know, it, the the hardest thing with benchmarking, and this is why it's more targeted, is you always want to get an apples and apples comparison. Yeah. 
because you wouldn't benchmark an air conditioning business with a plumbing business because yep. they're completely different. Yeah. So it's about trying to interpret the data to try and get it as similar as possible. So, so a business, you know, and this is where we have that right tools to give more targeted. It's about as targeted benchmarking as possible. So yep. you, know, you want to measure yourself not against... You know, if you're an electrician business, you don't want to measure yourself against Stowe Electrical, which is a national chain. Yeah. You want to measure yourself possibly against similar electrician businesses around the area or in the state so you can understand where people are going. Yeah. And understand, you know, one of the biggest things is obviously measuring your profitability. Mm -hmm. So measuring, you know, and that's definitely with uh, material costs because we all know, and I definitely know of a lot of my tradey clients right now material costs are going through the roof and sourcing issues are quite a problem yeah. so understanding how you're going to measure up so you can get that right margin because that margin is the difference between you know you putting food on the table or you being able to grow and put an employee on yeah and i think after this covid period everybody wants to be in that grow stage yeah you know we've kind of been at a bit of a standstill at the moment so everybody's willing to go out and take that next step exactly yeah and they need to understand you know, a good mark of benchmarking is not measuring the dollar value, but sort of the percentage of your sales. Yeah. So when we sort of benchmark, we don't go, okay, this person did $10,000 and this person did $10,000 because it doesn't, you know, it's more if this person spent 3% of their sales on marketing, yep. but you're spending 10% and you're doing the same result. Yep. Well, is the marketing actually worth it? And yep. it gives you understanding because once you see those benchmarks, then you can actually set targets for your budgeting. Yeah. Because if the benchmark says, well, we should be spending, you know, 5% on our motor vehicle expenses, well, and we're doing 10%, well, in the budget, we can start going, okay, we'll set a budget to try and get it down. Yeah. So that kind of, once you benchmark, it gives you the sort of the tools and the sort of the framework to set a proper budget for yourself of what you want to achieve. Yep. Yep. Okay. No, I guess that's very good. So I guess the question really that is raised is, What's the first step? How do we get started? So, likely enough, look, look, Judge, uh, we're doing a promotion right now. So, yep. obviously, we're doing, uh, you know, we're pushing hard with our benchmarking uh, programs. So, to get started in the July, in the January period, and that is a very straightforward process. As long as you sort of got up to date data, so you know, we can't benchmark if you have no data. Yeah. So, once you do that, it's a sort of half hour call for myself, and then we can sort of get get your benchmark within a week. Yep. Okay. So that helps with that. And one of the big things which people aren't aware of is the ATO actually benchmarks you anyway. Oh, really? So okay. they actually have small business benchmarks. Yep. And so what happens, and a lot of people don't know, is obviously when you do a tax return, you obviously put down you know, your, your occupation or your business code. Mm -hmm. So what the ATO does is they get this ATO code and they measure every single piece of data on that code mm -hmm. and they look for the margins of error so if yeah. you're not within that benchmark you could be reviewed yeah which so if, leads to audits and stuff exactly like so they're like and those and they've I've seen a plenty of, i've seen plenty of uh, clients get letters basically saying oh hey we noticed that your gross profit was a bit out from the benchmark which we have for everyone else and they won't review at first but they'll just send you a friendly mind going hey this seems a little bit off yeah so you know and if they do it again, they might go, "Hey, we're going to audit you now. We yeah, want to okay. review it because they want they want to make they use those benchmarks to measure you against whether you're you know the cash economy and things like that to make sure everything's being declared." Yeah, absolutely. Well, it makes sense at the end of the day because you know if you're having an outlier, you could be affecting the benchmark as well. Exactly, exactly. Because a lot of people out there go, "Oh, 
oh, I take this off the side and I'm not going to declare it. But if you're, you know, if you've got $10,000 of sales and you've got $9,000 of expense, like $9,000 of costs and you're never making a profit, at some point the ATO will match up and go, well, you know, if you're living in the freaking Bondi, but you make, you know, 20 grand a year, something's up. And look, and that's a good thing with our benchmarking program. We actually do measure against the ATO benchmarks as well. So we give you that analysis, not even like targeted for where you're landing, but also how you measure up with the ATO as well. Yep. Okay. No, very good. Well, is there anything else that we should really know about benchmarks? Look, the main thing is in order to do it, you need to have up-to-date data. Yeah, you need okay. to have clean data. Benchmarking is about a garbage in, garbage out sort of situation. So you've got to make sure your books are up to date or else we can't give a detailed analysis. So yep. if you're still working on spreadsheets, look, it might be time to, if you want to get that analysis, to move into an accounting software or a package like that yep. so you can get regular updates and detailed financials. Yeah. So that's kind of from there. And then it's a matter of where do you take it from there? Yeah. You know? Having a goals, having plans in places, what is the next step forward and how are you going to achieve it once you get the report? Yeah. And I guess that thing about benchmarking, it's just one of the tools in an arsenal that you have here to be able to, you know, move forward and hopefully be profitable. Exactly. Like, and it's a great place to start with businesses who are like, Look, I just don't know where I'm sitting. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. They look like they're just kind of potter on and they spend x on this and x on that and then when you tell them to go to budget and they just don't know how to budget benchmarking is a really good starting point because at least it understands where you what you what is the what's happening in the general vicinity of things so it gives you a starting point going well at least i can start from here and that's the hardest point is just putting a line in the sand and going this is what my budget's going to be but it's one of those things it's necessary isn't it Yeah. yeah because even if you measure up those expenses you know, as I say, the main things you need to be able to always understand with your business is the four main questions of how much money have I made? Where's my money gone? How do I set my prices? And do I have enough money to live off? Yeah. Well, the last two, the benchmarking helps because how do I set my prices? Well, you can understand where the benchmarking sort of sits of how to set because if your materials are X and you need to, and you have a benchmark of you know fifty four percent of your costs. Yeah, it gives you a starting point of how to measure up. Yeah. and if you can't set that price and you can't make that money, then you need to then at least gives you a question of what am I doing? Yeah, and I think as well from what you're saying, like there's probably a lot of businesses out there that are already benchmark in some whatever you know amateur context. It always is. Everyone always sort of talks. They always go, oh, you know, there's always pub talk. And yeah. it's always people going, oh, look, my mate is there. But, you know, everyone has a bit of rose-tinted glasses on oh, it. So it's absolutely. always, you know, I'm pretty sure probably a lot of people go, oh, look, I already talk to my mates at the pub or oh, I talk when we kind of trade war stories. But how much of that is actually true? Yeah, and it's, it, it, it's interesting to see how, it, when you actually look at the numbers, because some people, it's a bit sobering and they go, oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The numbers don't lie at the end yeah. of the day, do they? So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that kind of wraps benchmarking up in a nice little bow. It does. Um, so, Dave, if somebody out there is interested in benchmarking, where or how can they contact you? So they can obviously you know, go to our website. We're having our promotion up very shortly. Yep. Um, so you can book directly online through our landing page oh, wow. um, from there. And you can find us on social, so Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, or you can even just give us a call direct on 47323844. Awesome. Well, Dave, as per always, it's always great to have you on board. Uh, everybody else out there, thank you very much for joining us once again. 
Um, you know, we really appreciate the support and the feedback we gather from everyone. So uh, thank you. And if you want to contact us, you can look at us on Facebook at Adams and Partners Lawyers or feel free to visit our website at www.adamslawyers.com.au. Well, Dave, thank you once again. Awesome. Thank you for that. we'll have you back soon. I know we will. Oh, definitely. (laughs) It's good to get one last in before Christmas. So thanks and Merry Christmas, everyone. And thank you for all your continued support. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.